On this podcast, I'm going to talk about the roles and responsibilities of the board, specifically the legal responsibilities of a nonprofit board of directors. Oftentimes when I'm doing a retreat and I get into the specifics on roles and responsibilities of the boards, there there are people that really don't know and, and through no fault of their own that there are legal requirements for serving on a nonprofit board of directors. In fact, they are codified in state statutes across the country. Being here in Florida, I know they're codified here in Florida. I do work in Tennessee and some other states. And so it's always important that a nonprofit board member should take a glance at the state statutes to see what their obligations are. Hey, everybody, this is Michael Corley. Just wanted to let you know we are now sending out a weekly, very brief newsletter tips, tricks, pointers to nonprofit executives. That includes both board members and CEOs, executive directors. If you're interested in receiving this, please go to thecorleycompany.com forward slash newsletter and you can sign up. Once again, that's thecorleycompany.com forward slash newsletter. You got to remember the, the board is responsible for ensuring the financial integrity and the solvency of the organization. And of course, establishing those uh, procedures to safeguard the organization from fraud and risk. So that's what a board does. The legal duties specifically really fall under three different areas. You've got the duty of care. You've probably heard these duty of care, duty of loyalty, and duty of obedience. I don't know who wrote those or named those, but that's what they are. So um, the the duty of care is, is pretty straightforward. You ought to perform your duties as a nonprofit board member in a manner that a prudent person would in a similar situation. So what that does, that accounts for the fact that, you know, everybody's a little bit different, comes from different backgrounds, but through educating yourself and understanding the mission of the organization, you should make decisions that a prudent person would make. Now, to that end, you do have an obligation to understand the financial financial condition of the organization, and I can, I, I want to preach this from on high. The saying that you don't understand financial statements is not your legal out. As a board member, you really got to understand the financial condition of the organization. Yes, you can rely on a finance committee. Yes, you can rely on the CEO or the executive director. But you, as a board member, really has the obligation to understand what those financial statements are are saying. There really aren't any exceptions to this. So I would encourage you, if, you, if you're not comfortable with financials, you don't have to become an accountant, but there are some basic criteria you can, and learning opportunities to understand a nonprofit's financials. So I would encourage you to do that, of course, and not maybe not a course, but also under duty of care, it's you must prepare for, attend, and participate in board meetings, and you should act in good faith when making decisions, right? Because this all goes to, if, to understand the organization, what a prudent person in a similar situation decisions they would make would be you've got to attend and participate and understand what's going on with the nonprofit that you serve on. So that's one. Two, the duty of loyalty. And this is where, as a, as a board member, you have got to act and make decisions in the best interest of the nonprofit. Not decisions that benefit you as an individual, not decisions that may benefit a third party, but what is in the best interest of the nonprofit? Seems pretty simple, doesn't it? But unfortunately, it doesn't always happen. Now, because potential conflicts can arise, 
And that's okay. And, and that's why I encourage every nonprofit board, you should have a conflict of interest policy, and you ought to have board members disclose that on an annual basis. And we can talk about that at some point in the future. But that's an easy way to ensure that you're protecting yourself and protecting the board. And if you have a conflict, you just disclose it. And I'll give you an example, an easy example. And you'll see this in a corresponding blog that I wrote. If a, a board member owns a, a marketing organization, a nonprofit needs some marketing assistance, doesn't mean that board member can't submit a proposal and be considered to provide those services whatsoever. Just must disclose that. And the board ought to go through the proper, or the CEO ought to go through the proper channels of getting competitive bids just to make sure that the organization selected, and in this case, if it is the board member's organization, you did your due diligence. A lot of people misunderstand conflicts of interest, and it's really just disclosing it and, and letting the board be aware of potential conflicts. Duty of obedience. Duty of obedience. So this is the third legal obligation, and this one's a big one. Um, you've got to make decisions that uphold the organization's bylaws. Well, sounds pretty simple. That means you have to read the, and understand the bylaws. And yes, I know most people find those very boring, but very important to understand those bylaws. You've got to make decisions that support the mission. So you've got to have a deep understanding of what the mission of the organization is. And you don't want to make decisions. You should not make decisions that conflict with the goals of the organization. And, and finally, you want to be compliant and make sure the organization is compliant with all applicable laws and, and regulations. And in order to do that, that means, like I said a minute ago, you're going to have to understand and review the bylaws. going to have to review the tax filings, a 990 or a 990 PF, depending on what your designation is. Review the financial audit, ask questions, the strategic plan, and those types of government governance documents, if you will. It is a board's member, it is a board member's obligation and legal responsibility to understand those things. And if you don't, just ask questions. Now, sometimes nonprofits have committees. Financial committee is a common one. You want to you know, defer to the financial committee or the finance committee who's going to review the, the financials on a monthly basis, and that's fine. That does not give you, a, a, an, a, you know, an out, a pass. Certainly ask questions if you have questions about the financials because you need to make a decision and decisions based on your understanding of things that help the organization. You know, I tell people quite a bit, serving on a nonprofit board is really an honor and a privilege. There, there's, it's so rewarding, so much comes with it. Uh, the, the satisfaction knowing you're helping your community, the satisfaction of working with like-minded colleagues, like-minded from a mission perspective, and an opportunity to really transform an aspect of your community. So it's wonderful honor and privilege. But we must remember also, it comes with significant legal obligations. And as board members, we should understand those in order to further the organization and help the organization. So duty of care, duty of loyalty, duty of obedience, it is codified in your state statutes, most likely, certainly if you're here listening in Florida, it is here, um, I'm providing some uh, in, on our website, we've got a resource from the New Hampshire Center for Nonprofits, a great resource on the roles and responsibilities of the board. We'll provide that for you. So please access that at thecorleycompany.com. And thank you for those of you who are serving on nonprofit boards. This is Michael Corley, and I will 501 see you 
next week on next week's podcast.